Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Karim Singh, Executive Director at Corruption Watch. Karim, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on the program. No, great to have you on board, Kram. So, as I was now mentioning uh, before, whilst we were trying to get you on the line, could there be a corruption angle? I'm just setting the tone for the conversation now. Could there be a corruption angle regarding this power deal? And uh, your organization is calling on government to be transparent in handling the Chinese donation to South Africa aimed at addressing our energy crisis. So for, for me, when I read about this last week and uh, reported it on our news desk, a number of Chinese companies involved, a lot of chat chatting and talking going on around it and praising. I was wondering if I can put this question to you in this way. What's the catch? <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I think this is, BRICS is a new, a new set of relationships. I mm-hmm. think, you know, South Africa's traditionally had a lot of development partners from northern, western countries. It's not uncommon for uh, uh, South Africa to receive development assistance, whether it be... Uh, assistance for HIV education or, you know, uh, medical equipment. Yes. Um, you know, this is a, a, a new area because this is a new set of relations. And I think, you know, given, um, you know, government's track record when it comes to corruption, yes. I think, unfortunately, the default position is one of one of distrust. Uh, right. But but in terms of international relations, uh, what what the Chinese are offering is, you know, shouldn't be seen as as. Uh, remarkable, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I was mentioning earlier on, well, from what I can recall, uh, from a news perspective, there were at least, I'll stand, I stand corrected, there were at least eight Chinese companies coming on board with this. Uh, a substantial amount of money, m- hundreds of millions of rand, if I'm not mistaken, has been pledged. Um, so how is this now going to be allocated? How is it supposed to be allocated and spent? Well, you know, I think that that remains to be seen, and I think mm. that's the the devil in the detail that that we are going to have to monitor. You know, monitor not just as civil society, but I think you know the situation is government has an obligation to communicate properly to us when it comes yes. to these types of things. You know, yes. we, we we do have an energy crisis. Uh, part of our approach to the energy crisis is to seek cooperation from international partners, mm-hmm. and you know, government must give us the assurances that whether it's technical support, whether it's uh, uh, equipment that's coming in, or whether right. it's uh, funding uh, that it's done in, under principles of good governance and that it's transparent mm. and that we can, we can follow the money trail. So as we stand right now, Karim, okay, I understand what you've just mentioned now, following the money trail and the detail, you know, the devil in the detail. Um, so we don't exactly know precisely how these funds are being earmarked. No, no, we, we don't have that detail. You know, one of the, th- the things that was interesting in the statement was the, the suggestion that the funding would actually go towards buying certain types of equipment. Right. Uh, uh, equipment which would then, uh, at least as the statement, as I understood the statement, assist public facilities, uh, you know, keeping the lights on, uh, you know, particularly when there's load shedding. So right. we know that uh, there's challenges for public facilities like hospitals and schools. Uh, and government hasn't been able to give the assurances that uh, there's un- uninterrupted electricity supply. So that's, you know, that's part of what, right. what, what they spoke about in the deal. Okay. So for that matter, um, there's no detail, a detail as of yet as to explain or define uh, how exactly this uh, overall money will be filtered into the country and, and perhaps in drips and drabs or certain quantities. 
exactly, exactly. And I think for that information going forward, then we're going to have to look very much to our new uh, electricity minister mm. to keep keep us in the loop about uh, uh, the cooperation we're getting from the Chinese and to you know to be able to provide us with enough information so that we can assess that right. everything is above board and that they're following principles of good governance. Okay, so that's your plan going forward. Just to wrap up the conversation, as Corruption Watch, you have given some detail as to what you'll be keeping an eye on, but uh, this will be an ongoing plan as of now, as of now, say on a weekly, monthly basis. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, you know, the, the devil's in the detail, and we have, we'll have to try to keep track of this in order to ensure everything is above board. Right, so can I summons you next week? <laughs> <laughs> so to speak, Aram. Okay. So okay. Well, we'll keep in touch with the situation indeed. Yes. Uh, with all this, uh, hundreds of th- millions of rands that have been pledged and where exactly it's going to be going and government being a bit uh, sketchy as to uh, what's exactly is happening with the funds. Indeed, we will be keeping an eagle eye out on the situation to see exactly how China is assisting us in our power crisis and what we can look forward to. Karam, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon. Just to give some background from Corruption Watch's point of view as to uh, what you intend doing regarding this uh, generous amount of money which the Chinese are pledging to donate to us to alleviate and sort out our power crisis. Karam Singh, Executive Director at Corruption Watch.